Live from Hallandale Beach, it's Holistic Stride. Hey now, everybody. Welcome to Holistic Strides, a Start With Your Feet production. We are coming to you live on tape from my office in sunny Hallandale Beach, Florida. My name is Dr. Richard J. Rimler, otherwise known as Doc Rick, and I am one of a few holistic podiatrists in the country. I am your host of Holistic Strides, a talk show devoted to taking small but powerful steps down a path to a more holistic lifestyle with an emphasis on foot health and on the start with your feet approach to wellness. This includes unique advice on supportive shoes, orthotics, exercise via high intensity interval training, organic nutrition, vitamins and supplements, and stress management. So why should you watch or listen to my show? The short answer is to achieve better health through self-empowerment with the understanding that it all starts with your feet. The idea is to add one holistic principle to your life every month so it becomes a habit and gradually transform, transform yourself to better health. Just take it one step at a time. I can guide you since I have undergone the same transformation. Therefore, I walk the walk. Today, I will be talking about organic nutrition. So before we get to that, though, I want to go over what I feel is the most important thing you can do for your health besides not smoking cigarettes, and that is high-intensity interval training, which goes by the acronym HIT. So this is something that you want to incorporate into your life regularly. So start by picking your preferred mode of exercise. It could be walking, running, using an exercise bike, an elliptical machine, a treadmill, doing jumping jacks, or swimming. Do this close to home for convenience and to avoid excuses not to do it. Try doing it in the morning since it only takes 10 to 12 minutes to complete. That way you can get it in before work or school. Otherwise, do it when it works best for your schedule. Try to do this three to five times per week, such as Monday through Friday, while you are in a work mentality. Here is my personal prescription for HIT. Start off with a 20-second fast velocity, followed by a one-minute slow recovery speed, and do this for six intervals back and forth. In my case, I go out to the street in front of my house and I sprint for 20 seconds. Then after the recovery portion of walking slowly for roughly one minute, I reverse my direction and sprint for 20 seconds once again for the next interval. After doing six intervals at 20 seconds fast speed, I then switch to a 15 second fast velocity followed by the same one minute slow recovery speed afterwards and I do this for three intervals. Guess what? You are now done and ready to shower. The take home point is that the final three intervals 
must be done at a faster speed to reap the benefits, which are substantial. These benefits include strengthening your lungs and heart, aiding in weight loss by inducing a 12-hour fat afterburn, reducing Alzheimer's risk via enhanced body oxygenation, and most notably being anti-aging. Think of it as your own personal stem cell treatment given to you by yourself. I have been personally doing this technique since I first heard about it when I was age 50. And I can honestly tell you that this is one of the main reasons for my continued good health into my 60s. By the way, you can access a free ebook download about HIT, including my prescription by going to my website, startwithyourfeet.com, and you can find it in the blog section. I invite everyone to incorporate HIT into your schedule and join the Start With Your Feet and Holistic Strides family by climbing aboard the well wellness wagon with me. And now we're going to talk about our main topic today, which is organic nutrition. So when I was in grade school, my mom had me make a poster called You Are What You Eat or What Has Food Done For You Lately? So literally think about what you're putting into your body with every meal. Don't do anything without looking at labels. So that's the first thing that you want to do. You want to look at labels. You want to eat foods with as few ingredients as possible. So most of the processed foods that are out in the stores, if you look at the ingredients, there are about 40, 30 to 40 ingredients listed. That's a red flag not to eat it. You want to eat real food. That is the key. So for instance, which one do you think is better, butter or margarine? Butter is better, believe it or not, even though it's been given a bad name. Margarine is artificial with all sorts of trans fats in it. Butter is real. So you want to eat real things. So organic is also a very, very important thing these days. Most everything today is being sprayed with pesticides and glyphosate, which are very, very bad for your health. So not every food that you eat needs to be organic because there are some foods that are not heavily sprayed with pesticides. So for that, you can go to the dirtydozen.org list and you can see a list of foods that don't need to be organic. For instance, broccoli, does not get sprayed, so broccoli does not have to be organic. However, if you're eating the skin of a fruit, such as an apple, lettuce, strawberries, blueberries, you certainly want to do organic for that. Uh, conversely, uh, a coconut does not have to be organic necessarily because of the hard shell on the outside. An avocado does not have to be organic because of that hard shell. Uh, you're not eating the you're not eating the shell. You're eating the interior of that. So veggies veggies and fruit you want to have as few pesticides as possible. So that's why organic 
is the way to go. Now, so let's say you have two fields. Organic has gotten a little bit of a bad reputation where people say that organic is still has some pesticides. That may be the case, but there's a big difference between two fields adjacent to each other. In one field, the pesticides are sprayed directly on the fruit or vegetable, where the field next to it, some of that spraying goes in the air and lands on the organic area. So that might have a sprinkling on it, but there's a big difference between that and having it directly sprayed. So organic is definitely going to be more expensive, but to me, I would rather pay more money for that than having to pay for hospital visits, doctor visits, and co-pays going to doctors because of bad health. So the whole key is you want to try to stay as healthy as possible and limit the number of doctor visits that you have. You want to try to stay healthy and not have chronic disease. So one of the most important things is eating clean. So with your veggies and fruit, you want to eat organic with a minimal risk of having pesticides in it. When it comes to meat and chicken, you want to eat organic for the reason that you, you don't want to have antibiotics in there and you don't want to have hormones that are in there. So you want to have grass-fed meat and uh, organic chicken. Uh, if, the, if the meat is not grass-fed, then they're eating grain and the grain is going to probably be GMO, which is genetically modified, and that is not good for your health. If you're eating fish, you want to do wild-caught fish rather than farm fish that are uh, in, a, in a farm and contained, not in a natural state. If you're eating eggs, which is my go-to source of protein, because eggs are, the protein from eggs are absorbed more than any other food that you eat, more than meat, chicken, turkey. The only thing greater is breast milk from a, from a mother given to her baby. But number two is eggs. So eggs are super, super great for the protein content and the vitamins and minerals that are found in the egg yolk, which a lot of people uh, discard and only eat the egg whites. You're missing out on the majority of the vitamins and minerals. So you do want to eat that yolk, despite the fact that it has cholesterol which is something that is vitally needed by the body. Your body needs cholesterol. It's not such a bad guy. Cholesterol is needed for all hormones in your body, all your cell membranes. You need it for your nerves to function well. You need it for your brain to function well. So you, you need cholesterol in your body. So for the eggs, you want to get free-range eggs where the chickens are walking around. You don't want them in, in, in cages. So that's usually going to be organic or it's going to say free range, uh, or, uh, free range on the container. So you want to beware of genetically modified organisms, GMOs. Uh, it doesn't always say it on the label, um, but you have to know that these days, anything with soy or tofu, corn, and even wheat, are now becoming genetically modified. So you really want to avoid that because that's, an, that's something that's made and synthesized in the lab. It's not 
it's not natural and it's going to be cause it's going to cause a lot of health problems including cancer vegetarian is the preferred way to have your nutrition i believe uh, especially if you have heart disease eating a vegetarian diet has been shown to actually reverse heart disease so you can actually make improvements in your health by going vegetarian and if you don't have heart disease it's going to try to prevent you from getting heart disease just by doing that so if you can't swing the whole vegetarian thing then at very least do meatless mondays where one day a week you don't do meat um, then from there try to increase it by a second day a third day a fourth day so the more you can eat vegetarian the better for your health of course if you are a true vegetarian or a vegan you do have to make some uh, supplement additions to your diet to miss on a few of the vitamins and minerals that you miss from not eating meat, most notably vitamin B12. Uh, so you want to be taking vitamin B12. The preferred form of that is going to be sublingual, and it's going to be in the form of methylcobalamin rather than cyanocobalamin. So you want to put it under the tongue. Of course, if you take B12 as a pill and it goes into your stomach, your stomach acids are going to neutralize it and negate it. So if you go sublingually under your tongue with a lozenge, it will bypass the stomach and get into your system that way and it will be able to be absorbed into your cells. The methylcobalamin is the bioavailable form of B12. Cyanocobalamin has to be converted to B12 and in that process, it loses a lot of the B12. So you're not getting the same number of milligrams or micrograms that you would be getting on the label, as it says. So if you have serious health problems, raw vegan is actually the way to go for a serious health problem, such as cancer, God forbid, or chronic diseases like fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, one of the sources that I got a lot of my information on that was taking a trip to Hippocrates Institute up in West Palm Beach, where they deal with serious health problems and they and they incorporate a raw vegan diet which does take a lot of work mind you and it does limit you severely as far as what restaurants you can go to but if you're dealing with a serious health problem then that is a great start the concept behind their thinking with the raw vegan diet is that you are not by putting raw vegan into your body, your body will not spend too much energy digesting your food. And then it can take that same, your same resources inside your body and use it to fight off whatever disease is going on in your body. So less effort in the digestion of the food, more effort to going around scavenging and repairing problems in your body that are causing disease. So that is one of the things that is the principle behind Hippocrates Institute. So you want to also, and that, and that diet is also very, very low in inflammation. So inflammation causes 90% of all health problems. 
except for something like a virus, like the coronavirus, most problems are related to inflammation. So you keep inflammation down, you're going to be doing good things for your health. So one of the worst things to, in your diet is going to be white flour, which is found in bread, pasta, cakes, cookies, etc. So white flour is very bad. It raises your blood sugar quickly, leading to greater chance of diabetes. It also is going to turn to fat. So you want to limit that. So the substitute for that when you're home at least is sprouted bread, which is a category of bread made from sprouted sprouted wheat, which tastes like bread, but inside your body, it doesn't act like bread. It actually acts like a vegetable. So it won't raise your blood sugar and it won't turn to fat. So you want to be eating sprouted bread. So when you're out, you're not going to be able to get sprouted bread. So the best non-sprouted bread that's out there is sourdough bread. And then a notch below that, the best breads are going to be pumpernickel and rye bread. So those are the breads to get. Believe it or not, whole wheat bread is actually not that healthy for you. It has a little bit more fiber than white bread, but besides that, it's raising your blood sugar and it's turning to fat just like white bread. So you want to stay away from that too. So rye bread, sourdough, pumpernickel when you're out, but sprouted bread is by far the bread to eat when you're eating bread. So healthy fat, Health, fat has gotten a bad name. Fat is not bad for you. Fat is very essential for you. You need to have fat. Your body can actually, in the keto, the keto diets, your body is actually using fat as a source of energy. Um, that can be done for a short period of time, but I personally wouldn't recommend that for a long period of time. If you're looking to lose some weight, for a short period of time, you go into the keto diet under a doctor's supervision, that's fine. But the healthy fats that you want to pay attention to and incorporate into your diet are things such as olive oil, avocados, uh, guacamole, coconut oil, and nuts. So those are the healthy fats that you want to concentrate on. Protein, of course, is super important. You want to make sure protein is the centerpiece of all of your meals. So protein is going to help build your muscle, and it's also going to help keep you feeling full. So if you have a breakfast that doesn't have any protein, then you're going to be hungry about two hours later. So make sure you get some protein. I do a, uh, a green smoothie in the morning with organic fruits and vegetables, and I throw in uh, a couple of scoops of organic pea protein. So that is going to be something that is going to sustain me for hours until it's lunchtime. And I use a blender at home and make it up and that's my breakfast. So again, uh, you can do a lot of great things for your health by having protein as your centerpiece, throwing in some healthy fats, having real food, fruits and vegetables, things that are real, things that are not processed, Processed foods lead to many, many health problems. And as a matter of fact, the downfall of the health of our country coincided with the introduction after World War II of all of these processed foods. So we started moving away from real food. And now we need to reverse and we need to go back 
to the olden days when we had local farms and we grew our own food or the local farmer's market. And that's where you want to go to get your food. You don't want to be getting things that were made very, very far away that have to be transported, that have preservatives in them. That's the thing about organic also, that it doesn't have preservatives. So the shelf life is going to be less. It's going to be a little bit more expensive. But again, I'd rather pay for uh, some, I'd rather pay for food that's a little bit more expensive than having to go to the doctor and paying copays and paying deductibles or God forbid, ending up in the hospital. So another important thing with your food is to make sure you have a lot of fiber. So you want to fiber it up. So the fiber is going to be found, for instance, in the fruit itself or the vegetable. So that's why the fruit is better than the juice. So the juice doesn't have fiber. The fruit has fiber. Even if you're diabetic, you can eat a low glycemic fruit and you can do okay as far as not raising your blood sugar too fast. And there are certain fruits that are better for diabetes than others, such as apples and pears. So they're not going to raise your sugar as fast as, a, as an orange would. So the fiber in food, the fiber content will slow the rise of your blood sugar because the fiber slows the absorption in your intestinals and into your, in your stomach and intestines. So it's going to slow the absorption and therefore slow the rise of your blood sugar, which is going to cut down your chances of diabetes. It's also going to help elimination of your food. So you want to have that on a regular basis and getting rid of the toxins, of course. And then it's also going to keep you feeling full. So if you're feeling full, you're not going to be looking to snack in between meals. Finally, water, which is the majority of your body, is a very important factor to consider. I personally, uh, you need water for all of your body functions. Uh, you can't go without water for a long period of time before having detrimental effects on your health. So the best waters are reverse osmosis, which filters out everything and all the toxins or distilled water. Now I have a reverse osmosis machine in my house and I use that. And it's actually the, the cleanest water that I have ever tasted in my life. So that's the water that I use. Uh, you do have to realize that it does filter out trace minerals, minerals, toxins, pharmaceuticals. Uh, it filters out all of that, all of those impurities. So I do have to supplement with uh, a little bit of Himalayan crystal salts every day to make up for the trace minerals that I am not getting by, by drinking such a clean, pure water. So you want to avoid toxins, heavy metals, pharmaceuticals, and pesticides. So that's why distilled and reverse osmosis waters, water are the best waters to drink. You want to drink from a glass, ceramic, or stainless steel container. So the typical water bottles that you buy are in plastic. That's not so good because the plastic gets absorbed into the water and the plastic actually increases estrogen in your body because the plastic mimics estrogen. And that's going to lead to all sorts of health problems, including increasing your chances for cancer. So that's why if you're drinking water, get your own glass, ceramic, or stainless steel container, fill it up at home and carry it with you wherever you go. So the whole BPA 
free where it says that on the label, that is not really so, uh, that's actually misleading because they put BPB in instead. So there's no BPA, but there's BPB, which is another chemical. They don't tell you about that. And that causes the same problem, which is chemicals getting into your body, which increases your estrogen level and will ultimately increase your risk for cancer. So make sure you do supplement. If you're drinking the pure water with the Himalayan crystal salts, you take a little bit, put it in some water, and then you'll get all your trace minerals that way so that your, your body is getting all the things that it needs to function well. And that is going to keep the purity going in your body as best as can be. So that is what you need to know about nutrition. So I know that sounding, it sounds a little bit extreme to consider going vegetarian, but even if you can do it a couple days a week, that's going to be better for you. Uh, red meat, for instance, is going to increase your chances of cancer. So the, the, less the less chance you're eating red meat, the less chance you're going to be getting cancer. And hormones and antibiotics and pesticides obviously are going to increase your chances of cancer and autoimmune disease also. So try to eat a, a, a pure, clean, organic diet with as much vegetarian as possible. If you are having severe issues, you want to go raw vegan. Raw vegan is going to be a big dedication and really going to limit you. But if you're dealing with health problems and you want to live a long life, then that is something that you can do for yourself that will make a big difference. So that is all I have to say about nutrition for now. It looks like we are out of here. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you learned something new today. I want to thank all my striders for your support and attention. I hope that you guys can incorporate today's topic into your lifestyle gradually over the next 30 days to make it a habit or a mindset, one small step at a time. Again, you can email me if you have any particular topics you would like me to talk about on future shows. The email is docrick at startwithyourfeet.com. Until next time, start thinking outside the box and keep watching and listening to Holistic Strides so you can keep on walking and running strong. See you next time.